How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Catch me outside. I was waiting after so it took us 93 episodes to finally get that that sound clip out of you. There you go. I appreciate that. That's uh that's that's the whole reason we started. How about that cigar? It is. I'm totally there it is. I'm totally lying. Thanks, guys. It's been a good run. <laughs> I'm totally lying. This is uh, How About That Cigar Live. Thanks so much for joining us from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us. Like I just said, if you're live watching right now, take just a minute, share us out to your favorite Facebook cigar groups. Uh, Make sure to join us along the way tonight. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you're smoking and join in with questions along the way. And as always, we are live in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And let's talk about the new Liga Pravada Bauhaus. The basic tenet of Bauhaus architecture is that every object must have a purpose in the design. The new Liga Pravada Bauhaus Short Robusto pays extra attention to leaf placement within the cigar, intentionally designed to take our European aficionados through a newly curated experience. Bauhaus is a 114 millimeter by 50 Short Robusto that is wrapped in a rich, earthy Connecticut broadleaf kappa, includes a bold Brazilian binder, and is completed using filler tobaccos from Honduras and Nicaragua. The Liga Pravada Unico Siri Bauhaus is packaged in an elegant gold embossed 12-count box. There you go. There, there you, go. you go. I got you it. Got it. All right. the, got the Liga Pravada Unico Siri Bauhaus is now available at EU retailers through Drew Estates European Distributors. For more info, please visit Drew Estate. Dot com. So I'm learning how to talk again, hey, obviously. You know. So, for yeah, for some reason, I'm completely uh, tongue-tied tonight. But uh, it's crazy. Episode 93. 93. I mean, we're, we're getting so close to that, that, uh, that 100th episode. We're excited for it. Uh, you know, as always, you guys who watch on YouTube and Facebook, you guys who listen to the audio podcast, uh, if if we didn't have anybody paying attention to what we were doing, we probably would have stopped doing it a long time ago. So we're grateful mm-hmm. so much to you people for watching and listening. We're grateful to our sponsor partners, uh, and we're just excited that 2021 is going to continue to be, um, you know, a great year. It's been a great start for us, and uh, we're excited to just continue talking about the premium cigar culture that we love so much. I like turtles. <laughs> that was a good segue. Thank you. Actually, it wasn't a good segue, but mm. so. So uh, the uh, the the NFC and AFC championship games are set. Hockey, yep. Hockey. <laughs> well, we can't we can't say that the <clears throat> the Minnesota Wild are undefeated. No, they're not. They're not. They lost their third game. Uh, they lost. They won their first two. Four, yeah, and yeah. then they lost four to three. Oh, okay. Well, the Minnesota Wild are not undefeated. So no. uh, yeah, I you know all the but all the they're Minnesota, not going to suck this year. They're they're not going to be great though. But they're not going to be great. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. It'll be good hockey, whatever. So for NFC and AFC uh, championship games, those are set. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, who you might have heard of them. I don't know if anybody's heard of the Green Bay Packers. They are uh, gonna gonna host the NFC championship game uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to town. The Bay of Pigs, so, as dude, uh, Chris Berman likes to call it. I'm I'm going to say this is actually a scary game for both teams. I think it's I think it's great. It's though. going to be a great game because you're going to have you're you're going to have just uh, honestly both games. I think are going to be phenomenal. I think Buffalo at Kansas City is also going to be a great oh, game. That is going to be a fantastic game. But so because go Kansas City's Kansas City's defense completely shuts down running games, but Buffalo doesn't have a running game. 
right. ex- except for Josh Allen. Um, but he's also got a great arm. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I'm hoping Patrick Mahomes is healthy to play. Me too. Because you always want to see the best players in the best games. Yep. So I hope he's healthy enough to play because that'll just make the game that much more competitive. Yeah, concussion and ankle. Yeah. So hopefully he's, you know, well enough. Uh, but um, Tom Brady coming to Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> um, you know, seeing seeing two probably the two best quarterbacks of the last twenty years. And don't get it twisted. Even if, even if Tom Brady comes into Lambeau and totally starts smoking pole, he is still the goat. Yeah, yeah. I he mean, he is still the the best there's ever been as a as a nearly lifelong Green Bay Packers fan. Um, Aaron, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's phenomenal. Yeah. I loved Brett Favre. He was great. Don Mikowski was great before he got hurt. Um, Bart Starr. I mean, just all the great quarterbacks that the, the Packers have had. But um, Tom Brady, love him or hate him, all you have to do is look at his regular season records, his playoff records, his six Super Bowl rings, his eight Super Bowl appearances. He can barely lift his hands with those rings. He's like, oh, so gosh. one stat that completely blew me away about Tom Brady is this: this is his twenty-first season in the NFL. Out of twenty-one seasons, this will be the fourteenth time he's played as a starting quarterback in a conference championship game. Two out of every three seasons. He has played as the starting quarterback in the conference championship game. That Mm-mm. you can't even make stuff like that up, dude. And and since Rob Blow, when has there been another white guy that is close to sixty that looks like a baby, <laughs> like Tom Brady? I think Rob Lowe and uh, Tom Brady were built in a laboratory out of parts from lesser Agreed. humans. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So this uh, it'll be a fun weekend to watch football. So again, guys, talk uh, talk to us in the comments. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you're smoking. Uh, and let's bring on our special guest of the evening. As always, special guests are brought to us by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Mr. Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome, please put your hands together, our special guest for episode number 93 on How About That Cigar Live from Cigar Prop, Kevin Shahan. Kevin, welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, As they said, I am Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I am coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios here in sunny Florida. Matt and Garrett, how are you guys doing tonight? We are living the dream, brother, absolutely. We are living the dream. That is old white guy speak for kill me now. It's, uh, you know, I hate my job, and uh, please someone... 
put me in an early grave. Um, live in the dream. <laughs> I like that. That, that. That's that's usually true. You know, you ask somebody uh, at work or you ask somebody walking down the street, hey, how's it going today? I'm, all, I'm good. I'm good. Translation, please put it forward. Yeah, that's okay. it. Just, just live in the dream. Live in the dream. Well, if anyone was worried that this show is going to lack personality, just be done. Thinking that now. Let your fears be assuaged. We have personality out the yin yang tonight. Yep. That's it. This is literally not my first rodeo, which which I cannot wait. I cannot wait to attend my second rodeo of my life. I've never been to one rodeo, but I really want to visit my second rodeo just so I can say, hey, this isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> nice. I like that. I have I've been to a couple rodeos as a kid, but I don't know how we got I've on the rodeo. Never discussion. been to a rodeo. No, neither, neither have I. Oh well. Well, how about when we come down to Florida? <laughs> we'll go to they two. Have, they have a lot of yeah. rodeos in Florida, don't they? They they do actually. Like an hour from me, the Arcadia Rodeo. It's like the biggest rodeo in the state of Florida. You Dude, know, we'll so. make an event out of it. We'll put it on film, and yeah, it's going to be a thing. It'll be yeah, fun. It should be. It, it'll so, be a blast. Kevin, tell us uh, tell us where you're broadcasting from and uh, what you're smoking and drinking along with us this evening. Well, uh, if anybody knows me, knows the only thing I drink is Bacardi and Diet, generally out of an Ohio State Buckeyes tumbler, but occasionally I will break out my uh, Corona Cigar tumbler because Corona Cigar makes fantastic cigars and they make fantastic swag. So I so yeah, but, they but do. That, and uh, and tonight I actually just finished up a show. With Sebastian uh, from Cavalier Cigars, so tonight I am smoking the Cavalier White Series, the Salamones tonight. Nice. So Garrett and I fired up. Uh, it's it's kind of fun sometimes when you have a guest on the show who isn't from a cigar brand, so you get to just pick and choose out of the humidor. It, isn't that awesome? I absolutely love. Like, oh my god, I get to smoke whatever I want. <laughs> no, it's. So we grabbed, uh, I have a, a box of these uh, Tatuaje HCS uh, Maduros that are the special box press edition for Holtz Cigar Company. And, oh, wow. Um, they're they're aging really nicely. It's a great cigar to begin with, but uh, with about a year worth of age on them, they, they're really just delicious right now. So, mm-hmm. And I'm drinking this wonderful uh, Glen mm-hmm. Kinchy 12-year-old scotch that Garrett got me for Christmas. Cheers. Mm, Merry Christmas. And... Garrett's drinking bubbly water. <laughs> I got bubbly water. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So, um, Kevin, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, I got to I got to see you a little bit um, recently because you got involved with the uh, with the smoke in battle of the bands. So when I you know saw a little bit about uh, you and Cigar Prop, I started watching your show and learning a little bit about um, your history, but. You know, I want you to talk to us a little. Hey, look at that—the belt, baby. The oh belt. snap! That's no. That's that's no. Uh, that's no little trinket. That's that's legit, isn't it? That's like real metal, isn't it? It's real metal. This thing weighs a couple of pounds. It it is it is real. It is legit. Nice. I love that, and I I love the fact that you know he, he could have gone cheap and just gotten a plastic, you know, uh, wrestling belt, but he he went all out. I like that. He did go all out. So tell us a little bit about, um, we, we like to get people's sort of Spider-Man origin story when it comes to premium cigars. So take us back to that time that you first sat down and fired up a premium hand-rolled cigar. 
you know, it's a uh, uh, God. You know, it, it, it's hard to. You know, I, I wish I had this this great story how I can remember the first smoke that I ever had. But <clears throat> basically, you know, I, I'm a car guy. I'm a mechanic. You know, I've always been a gearhead. You know, my uh, uh, best friend growing up, and then you know, even now, you know, he, you know, Brian, his dad, you know, uh, Richard, passed away last year. But uh, he always smoked cigars. So we were always working on cars, pulling out an engine, pulling out a transmission, doing whatever. And, and Dick always had a cigar in his mouth. Um, and they were always inexpensive. They were, they were cheap cigars, you know, just old man cigars, I guess. He really didn't care about brands or really didn't know anything about cigars. But um, it was just that that smell was always intoxicating. And he looked so cool. You know, um, just uh, smoking a cigar, you know, working on cars, and um, I guess the peer pressure, you know, they say, I guess they, you know, it's true what they say about peer pressure, and eventually um, I, I started smoking cigars, started with the uh, the Phillies, um, and then uh, worked my way up. Um, I remember, like, boxes that I used to buy from uh, Thompson Cigar, the, um, um, the Victor Sinclair. You know, all the different, you know, Victor Sinclair's, the white labels, the 555s, the greens were always my favorite. But then I remember, you know, getting a good deal on the Camacho Criollo, the the yellow label. And that was like, wow, you know, this is, this is what a cigar, and nothing against, well, yeah, Victor can, those cigars suck um, now. um, But uh, yeah, I mean, that that Camacho, that was a, a premium cigar, and that just kind of, you know, got my mind wandering, you know, you know, and delving deeper into cigars, smoking more different cigars, finding out what, what I liked, what I didn't like. And, and then it just kind of, you know, blossomed from there. You guys know how it is. It it is a a rabbit hole with no, (laughs) no ending at all. But it it is honestly the most fun, (laughs) uh, deep dive into some, into a hobby that, I mean, I've I've been into a lot of hobbies throughout my life, and there's just something different and special about premium cigars that, when it comes to a hobby, whether it's the just relating to the people or you know finding different brands and learning about stuff, uh, it's it, it is the most fun and intoxicating hobby that I've ever been involved with, bar none. And it's the hobby that requires a lot of work. You know, um, um, I've I've created a business out of every hobby I've ever started. Um, but like cigars, man, it's not like you know. There's a lot of hobbies. You know, you start with you know whether you're painting or or metal art. I do a lot of metal art. You know, some of these stuff. You know, you you learn and then you kind of I don't know. You you take it on yourself and then you create new stuff. You know, the cigar industry. There's so much to learn. So much knowledge. You're always doing your homework. You're always, you know, it seems like you're always studying and you're always learning. There is yeah. always something to learn in this in this industry. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So then, you know, after a few years or however long it was, you know, you started gradually trying more cigars, learning about new brands and stuff like that. What was the origin of Cigar Prop? You know, how did it start and and take us a little bit through the journey on how Cigar Prop turned into what it is today. You know, I mean, it, it really started off with me just working at my metal lathe, you know, and uh, uh, creating some some stuff for a project that I was doing, some metal art. I'm into a lot of steampunk. I like creating. Um, and then, you know, I'd be smoking a cigar. It's rolling around on the lathe or it's rolling around on my workbench. 
you know, I had just finished up um, a project. I had a little piece of a material still in my lathe, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to fix this. So I, I turned down a little cigar prop, took it over to my drill press, machined a little gro uh, groove into it, and then just set my cigar down on it, you know, and showed a couple of my buddies locally, and they're like, hey, you know, we, we kind of want one of those. And I'm like, all right. So I made a few of them, and um, I was dating Jessica at the time. You know, we weren't even living together or anything else. And she's like, you know, you really should, you know, those are nice. You should start a business doing those. And started, you know, manufacturing some prototypes, um, looking for vendors to produce the final uh, the final products. And, and that's how it all pretty much morphed into just starting selling cigar rest. And then from there, it's like, all right, so I'm in the cigar industry now. I guess I... I should start, you know, for me, it was just a natural progression. I'm like, well, I guess I should start a cigar review channel like everybody else, you know, and then just started a cigar review channel and um, just uh, just try to do it a little bit different than everybody else. I, You know, it's I go back and I look at the very first cigar review I ever did was on the Camacho Criollo. And my tagline for that very first cigar video is the same as it is today. My style is the same. I still cuss. I still say dumb shit that gets me in trouble all the time. We never uh, do. That. We never yeah, do. That. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, and and that and that's the progression, you know, of just um, a cigar rolling around on a uh, on a lathe. And now we don't really even produce cigar rest anymore. We have our, you know, our lighter bleed tool, and that's what we're known for. Our nub tools, and really. You know, during 2020, just really focused on the cigar media side of it over, you know, uh, the unboxings, the reviews, the videos. And that's why I always say, you know, cigar prop has really morphed. And, you know, it's more of a, a way of life. That's why we say, yeah. you know, hashtag prop style. You know, it's a journey. It's a way of life. And that's yeah. just what we, you know, what we do. We're not, um, I, I know we're, we're just, we're the world's worst cigar reviewers. Because we, you know, and if anybody's seen my, our videos, uh, we, we just try and make you laugh. We, we try and just give you a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of information. And then Jessica yells at me and that makes people laugh. And um, and that that's what we do. We, we just try and reach out to the average guy, you know, just the, the guy that's yeah. smoking in his garage, smoking in his car, smoking outside when he can. You know, it's just we, we don't have, you know, yeah, I mean, we, we got a fancy studio now, but that was a... It took a long time, and thank you know, we're thankful for our, you know, our, our partnership with Drew Estate and Corona mm -hmm. Cigar and yeah. Cigar Medics and just everybody else, and it's just um, it, it's just been a good a bit a good journey is, is what it's yeah. been. Do you remember what the um, what was the first cigar that you reviewed on the channel? Do you remember what it was? That was the uh, uh, the Camacho Criollo. The yellow label oh, was the was the very first cigar that uh, um, that I reviewed. I don't know what the uh, the second cigar was, the third, fourth, fifth, tenth, but um, but uh, but I remember that um, uh, that that very first one. I'm just sitting in my messy garage at my lathe. I'm wearing a tank top, a wife beater. I don't know if we can say that. It's twenty. It's twenty twenty one. Am I allowed to say wife beater? I think um, so. But but uh, but uh, but that's what it was. And I dropped the f bomb a couple times and. And that was and that was the the start of it. It's just something. I don't know what it is. I mean, you you guys are probably like that. You know, it's um you know er, earlier tonight before I before I got on the uh, uh, the air with Sebastian from uh, Cavalier Cigars. You know, I almost I, I almost throw up before every episode. I don't ever want to do it. Um, and then something happens when, and it's been that way my whole life. When that camera turns on, 
you know, and I see that record button, there is just something, it's almost like I black out and then I just wake up, you know, 30 minutes later and the video's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's something too about like for us, before we go live, there, there've been definitely been some shows where, you know, you got little nerves before the show goes live, but then, you know, the pre-show little chit chat before we actually go live and we fire up a cigar and we're just talking all that just it it feels like sitting in the lounge just having a conversation and and all the you know the nerves just you know just fade away and it's it's great to try at least it's although it's it's impossible to replicate the lounge experience uh in a virtual manner but it's fun to try because you know especially with 2020 the way things went down with with quarantine and everything just just giving away to uh you know for for people to sit and talk and and smoke cigars and and uh talk about nonsense for a couple hours it's 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 beneficial i think well i think too that after you're you know we're approaching 100 shows um it uh for me it doesn't feel as forced as it did in the beginning you know you, you weren't really we weren't um, we've kind of found a lot of the things that, um, that work and we have, um, you know, Matt and I have a, a great, um, chemistry and we ask a lot of great questions. That's the, you know, and listening to the feedback of we not ask, only our, we ask a lot of bad questions too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, but feedback from both our, our viewers and our, and our listeners and our guests have been huge. And yeah. the fact that they give us good uh, critical feedback means that, you know, they, they want us to take that and use it. And, and we do um, like 3% of the time. So yeah, so- <laughs> the, Kevin, the first time that you went live with a guest or, or recorded with a guest, I'm not sure how you did it with a guest the first time, like somebody from uh, a brand owner or, or cigar celebrity for lack of a better term do you remember who the guest was i i probably should know that question but uh i do not know who my my first guest was you know um on on the live i should uh i'm gonna write that down because somebody else is gonna ask me that who the who the first (laughs) live guest was and now i feel like an asshole for uh for not knowing but but i remember my first uh my first real interview though and that was with uh, uh steve Saka. You know mm. of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I, I remember yeah. the I remember the first time meeting him, and I was uh, having dinner one night, and then uh, my buddy Bill Davies from the Tobacco Locker here lo- uh, locally called up, and he said, "Hey, Steve Saka's here," and I'm like, "Get the hell out of here!" And he goes, "No, seriously, Steve Saka's here," and then um, um, so I'm like, "All right, I- I'll try and be there in a few minutes." So I put the phone down, and and my wife's like. Uh, what's going on? I go. Uh, Steve Saka's at the lo- uh, the tobacco locker, and uh, she goes, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> um, so so um, I I got in my car, ran all the way there, and then like I'm at the front door panting, you know, because I ran all the way up there. Yeah. And then and then there he was, in all of his glory <laughs> was uh, was Steve Saka, and then, then we just um, and and that was like you know that was the interviewer in me. Uh, I, I remember, you know. It was like there, there, it was only like it was just an, he was just driving through. It wasn't an event. He was just passing through town and stopped at one of his brick and mortars that stopped that stocked his cigars, um, and like nobody was asking him questions. So I sat there for like 
10 minutes and it was like silence and I'm like, all right. So I asked him like a million questions uh, and we talked about everything and then I messaged him on Instagram the, the next day. I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. Like I asked you like a million questions. He goes, no. He goes, that was a great night. He goes, I yeah. love talking, talking cigars. Absolutely. So, he does. So, so I got to meet him again and it was probably about a year later um, down at the other... When he was launching the Red Meat Lovers Club cigar, the the very first run, so I got I'm like, hey, and I still didn't know him that well. I'm like, I, you know, can we do an interview down there? And um, I still didn't know what I was talking about or gonna ask him. A buddy of mine, Aaron, that went down with me, you know, uh, said, hey, get him to talk about that time his father-in-law smoked a ten thousand dollar box of cigars. And uh, I asked him about that, and he was so pissed at that story he's that that story still irritates him to no end and uh and that was and that's still to this day my number one video on uh on our youtube channel and that really that really got me out there that's just when yeah. the channel started growing and then started i mean we're in florida so i get to meet everybody you know yeah. like i you know we have access to everybody under the sun you know here in florida so started doing more interviews and just we did a ton of interviews and um so i remember yeah. shirtless mike says that steve from frontline cigars was the, was your first live guest was steve from frontline right on that's a uh um i feel bad sorry steve and um, you're you're totally right about uh, about saka being a a great interview because he knows mm -hmm. he's just he knows so much and he he loves he genuinely loves to talk about it so you can and he's also a great interview because as you probably have experienced, sometimes you get somebody on the show who is a wonderful person, but they don't necessarily give in-depth answers. They, you know, they give an answer that's maybe one sentence long, and then you've got to fill time. But Steve, you ask him a, a one-sentence question, and he'll give you a 15-minute answer. Oh, yeah, like, like if Steve was on right now, I'd be like, so, Steve, how was your day today? And then I would just walk away. Yeah. Um, I, I would come back about 45 minutes later, and he'd still be talking. And yeah. I'd be like, all right, Steve, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? And then you could walk, <laughs> you could just walk away from him, you know. And um, Take a shower. And, uh, that's it, you know, uh, uh, and also in the chat panel, Cigar Man, you know, had mentioned other hobbies like a remote control car. A lot of people don't know I actually traveled the state. I actually had a uh, five-man uh, team and we raced eight scale gas buggies in the state of Florida. Oh, we actually, nice. We actually, uh, um, yeah, I had a team. We had sponsors and we raced remote control cars. So, what part of, uh, what part of Florida are you in? We're in South Sarasota County. So, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, so you'd mentioned Davidoff of Geneva. I'm, I'm one hour from Davidoff of Geneva in Tampa. Um, I'm one hour from, well, 45 minutes from Fort Myers. So, I'm right on the Gulf Coast. You know, of, okay. of Florida. So I'll be I'll be in the Fort Myers area in mid March. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hook up. You got a, a world famous down there. You've got um, you can we can travel just a little bit further south. You know, maybe about thirty five to forty five minutes, and we can hit Burn by Rocky Patel. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit I, you up because I want recommendations. I also love to sit down and smoke with you if you're if you're in town that week. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I can. I'm, I'm always in town, you know, so I can always uh, make time. But yeah, Florida is just, you know, it. I, I hear all these stories. People are like, I can't find this cigar. I can't find this cigar. I'm 30 minutes from finding any cigar known to man. 
Yeah. You know, I, I can I can find everything. I mean, that's the that's just the good thing about being in Florida. You know, yep. everybody has um, an office in Miami or Tampa, yeah. and then all of their reps are in Miami or Tampa. Right. So you know, it just it's just a fantastic part about being in Florida. Absolutely, and Minnesota's not so much. Um, although mm. there there really are some great shops here with uh, some really knowledgeable people who care about premium cigars, um, you know, uh, above, uh, above and beyond just, uh, and the culture here. Yeah. The culture here is really strong, honestly, for you wouldn't think that Minnesota would have, would have a strong cigar premium cigar culture, but it really is very strong. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different groups and, and who even, even during the pandemic tried to find ways to get together and smoke. We had a lot of Minnesota virtual herfs during during the the total lockdown so so, and that's what people have to do around the country around the world honestly is you know find it's easy to find the information now with facebook google whatever it is go out and find the people who are involved in the premium cigar culture in your area because there's got to be at least a couple people even if you live in the sticks there's got to be some people who who want to want to get together and, and smoke cigars Oh, agreed. I mean, we, we travel the country for for some of these events, and we've never been to a town where it didn't have a great cigar lounge. You know, yeah. that that's what we do. As soon as we, you know, get into a town, we Google the nearest cigar lounges, and you know, well, a lot of times I, that's where I base where we're staying in a hotel and how far away it is from the local cigar lounge. But um, but we but we find a, a fantastic cigar industry everywhere we go. Now the shops may not be you know huge. They might not have a, a great selection, um, but but we'll always find a lounge. We'll always find something to smoke, and then we always make we always make good friends. You know, it's just um, mm-hmm. you know visiting some of these lounges, and you know you, you make these lifelong, I guess, friends. You know, they're they're you know social media friends, but some of them we we, we still talk to. You know, yeah. it's just um, and, and it's great wherever we go. Well, and speaking of of social media, so you know, you said you started with. Um, with premium cigars and gradually started to try more brands here and there. And before you started, you know, sitting down and building that first cigar prop, when you were trying to get online and learn about premium cigars, you know, how did you get involved with the culture online or did you at all through web forums or, or Facebook or cigar dojo or stuff like that? You know, that that was the one thing that we, that I started with was um, I, I joined the cigar cartel. That was my only. That was my only group, you know. And then, um, um, and and that's one thing we we mentor, you know, quite a few people, channels, content creators, you know, um, um, influencers in the cigar world. But we also mentor people outside the cigar community. And that's one thing I always try and tell them: you need to spend some time online, you know, just interacting. You know, we probably spent close to a year online, just learning as much as we can. Um, talking with people, never promoting our product, ever. If someone said, hey, I'm looking for a cigar rest, where do you recommend, you know, or what do you use? Then I would put in my, hey, I make some pretty nice ones. But I had seen right from the beginning that all of these people and these companies and these industries, that's all they did. That's all they did was promote their product, promote, promote. Pr- they wouldn't contribute to the community. Yeah. So, so we, we we really spent the first year just getting to know the community, what you know, what they liked, what they didn't like, and then just 
having these great conversations and meeting all of these great people. And, you know, and that's what, you know, for, for the longest time, you know, it was just, oh, hey, you know, you know, Kev, Kevin's here. Kevin's in the group. Kevin's in the thread, you know, and it wasn't Kevin from Cigar Prop. It was just Kevin. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's a, a mistake a lot of people make is they're always trying to promote themselves. And you got to get people to know you. You right. know, post post pictures of what you're smoking, start these threads, start these conversations, you know, and then it just blossoms from there, you know, and it's yeah. just, um, um, and then it's creating, like I said, our company page and our Instagram and Pinterest and, you know, you, you name it, you know, it's just the, the, the world of social media is, is one of those rabbit holes as well. Yeah, that's totally true. So for, we all have friends and family who are not into cigars, don't know the first thing about cigars, don't care about cigars, are convinced that cigars are the same thing as cigarettes. So do you do you ever find yourself uh, passively having to uh, explain to friends or family, you know, about not just the mechanics and the science behind cigars being different than cigarettes, but trying to help them understand the culture and why it's, why it's uh, important to us or, or, or even actively, is that something you find yourself reaching out to people saying, look, this is, this is actually an important culture that uh, may seem trivial to you, but is actually important. Do you, do you find yourself doing that? You know, my, my friends and family have no idea who I am. Like they, <laughs> they, they just know me as Kevin. Yeah. Oca- occasionally someone I work with or one of my family members will be like, Hey, you came up in my TikTok feed today, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Um, and and that's it. You know, my my daughter at one time, my daughter's a nurse. Um, she's a registered nurse uh, down at a a big hospital, in Miami. She she only works with COVID nineteen patients. That's all she does. You know, day in and day out. Um, I remember probably about a year ago, uh, maybe a little bit less. She had uh, she had made a comment in one of our texts that smoking was bad. Um, and then I sent her several studies because she's being a nurse. She respects medical science. Um, and one of the was the, the FDA in their own study had said, yep. you know, a one cigar a day habit, you're not habit, a one cigar of the day, you know, smoking has literally no effect. On, it's like the same as not smoking at all. So she understood that, you know, so she mm-hmm. so she she gets that. Um, and then, but other than that, my friends and family have no idea who I am. Um, they, they are mind boggled when I show up, um, on their newsfeed on Facebook, um, or on their TikTok or on their YouTube. And they'll, they'll ask a question. It's like, Oh, Hey, I, I see you have a YouTube channel now. I go, yeah, yeah, I got kind of a YouTube channel. It's a little thing I dabble in on the side, you know? And, uh, and I, I just leave it at that. But, um, like nobody, you know, I don't get that. You know, all, all my friends are, you know, they never say, you know, they never post, you know, smoking is bad, cigarettes. You know, they, they, they don't care. I, I have friends that are open thinkers. You know, you do what yeah. you want. You like right. guns, you like alcohol, you like tobacco, whatever. Just yeah. do do what you love. But, uh, but yeah, the majority of my friends have no idea. Like, what, what about you guys? Do, do, do your friends and family know like like about about your show or you know yeah. it's so for me i my friends and family know that i do this and they know that i'm really into cigars and they 
typically will, you know, if it's a get together and I haven't seen them in a while or, you know, they'll ask just a quick question just to let them know that they understand what's going on in my life. But if I try to talk about it much more than a couple sentences, they change the subject pretty quickly. And it's not because they're being rude. It's just a subject that they don't have any interest in at all. Yep. So I get it. I understand. But they, they know that I'm in the family or circle of friends or whatever. It, hey, Matt's the cigar guy. But that's that's about the extent of it. Uh, there's fortunately, I, I have a lot of uh, interests and I have my family and, and interests outside of cigars. Um, although cigars does take up a lot of my 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 mental time. Uh, I have a lot of fortunately interests outside of cigars. So what about you, Garrett? Yeah. You know, what my favorite is is uh, is distant relative or, you know, fringe friend that says, hey, you know, either I or a friend is, you know, getting married, uh, what, uh, what kind of cigar should I get? <laughs> I love it. Uh, so how much are those? Can, can you get a deal on those? Can you? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I love that question. Hey, uh, uh, and no, no, like, um, like, you know, they be out of state. Like, like, what should I buy? And I'm like, wait, what? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's like, cause, cause you're, cause your brain, it, yeah. it's like, you know, it, it's like when you get that message, you know, um, from someone on Instagram or TikTok that sees you like, Hey, I'm new to cigar smoking. What would you recommend? And it's just like, my head hurts. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. All of them. Yeah. All of them. You know, you know, um, uh, a friend of mine this Christmas, uh, your friend of mine, he lives in the same town as me. He knows I'm I'm the cigar guy. He kind of knows who I am, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going up to visit Butch. You know his dad. Uh, I want to take him a couple cigars. Um, and, you know, I want to stop by the local lounge." And I'm like, "Just come by the house. I'll, I'll put together a little sampler for you." You know, so and he yeah. wasn't expecting anything free, but it was for you know his dad, which is like one of my great friends. Yeah. And uh, so I put together a, a great little sampler for him and some swag because we all got swag laying around all the yeah. time. And, but I am more i am much more willing to give that little you know that little sampler to somebody who is honestly asking for you know a recommendation rather than the soft bag for a handout <laughs> oh yeah you know um uh, what what is your okay so i get it all the time and i have and lately you know over the last two months i have my go-to so both of you the question someone asks you i'm gonna go to a lounge and, and buy one cigar what's the cigar i buy Ashton White. Oh. If it's if if it's a new cigar smoker, or if it's you know for golfing day or wedding, the Ashton White or the Hemingway series is always one of those two is my constant recommendation. I frequently steer people towards an Oliva G. Okay, I, I'm I'm a Foundation Charter Oak. That's and that's, yeah, that's a great, a great starter great. cigar. Yeah. It, it, it is great. Yeah. You know, it's a little you know between where where you can find them. You know, six to eight dollars. Great cigar. You know, the Connecticut or the Maduro. You're going to have a great cigar. Yeah, and yep. it's just a, a a good a good cigar. Yeah, and the reason why Ashton White and and the Hemingway is everybody has them. You that's know? true. There, it's it's hard to find a, a cigar, a, a walk-in humidor at a, at a shop that doesn't have at least one of those two, if not yep. both. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, so, obviously, 2021 is is uh, is underway, but 2020 was just weird for a lot of different reasons. So, 
What did you find yourself, I mean, during the thick of the quarantine, you know, last year, what did you find yourself doing to, to stay sane during those those days of, of lockdown? Please stay well, rebuilt up, Pinto. Yeah. I, I had, you know, I, I, I don't even, I can't even fathom how 2021 is going to be better than 2020. Um, 20, 2020 was a fantastic year for cigar prop. Um, we had our, you know, we had our ups, we had our downs. I got in a car accident. A lot of people know I was out of work for four months, shoulder injury, neck injury, um, a lot of physical therapy. Um, but, um, it was just, people were at home. People were smoking cigars and watching social media. And then for someone like me, someone like, you know, for, for you guys, you know, when you're watching social media, for me, that that's my jam. You know, I'm on. You can't go on social media without finding me. So it was just, it was just. You know, people got. You know, Instagram. You know, I just got known for. You know, Monday through Friday, I wake up in the morning, I cook a big breakfast, I turn my camera on, and create a 10 minute video of just eating food, um, and talking about cigars and just talking about nothing. And that actually got really popular. If there was a morning that I would miss. You know, which, which when I wasn't eating and smoking a cigar, you know, someone would always send me a personal message, you know, being a smart ass. Hey, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? And, <laughs> I, and, 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 I, and, I, and I would tell them. And, and then it's just honing my craft, you know, just um, doing the research. I'm an analytics guy. I'm a numbers guy. Um, I take um, a, a online classes. If, if I don't understand um, numbers or I don't understand hashtags or I don't know something, I find somebody who is a professional at that, and then I I hire them, you know. Uh, and a lot of times it's it's fairly cheap to, to to have someone give you the or teach you the knowledge that that you don't already have. And you know, taking classes like Skillshare on lighting or camera angles and color mm. correction mm. on videos and just how to do it right. You know, so many people complain that. You know, my Instagram isn't growing. My YouTube isn't growing. I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, what have you, what have you learned? What have you um, found? What, what, where have you gone from information? Well, I haven't. Well, well, that, that's, that's the, you know, it's the World Wide Web is out there. Just, just type your question in. Type right. your question to Google. Google right. will tell you the answer or, or find your way. You'll eventually find your way into the answer or to, to the answer. So that that's how we spent the last half of um, 2020 or 2020 is just honing our craft and just figuring out what people want and you know being at home for for four months every day not re, you know I can't work in the garage I can't lift heavy things I can't do literally just smoking cigars every single day um, and it's just yeah. um, just learning you know and it's just getting out there and. and interacting with everybody these virtual herfs have been fantastic i've met so many fantastic people in these right. makers you know just uh because they they weren't out there they weren't in the uh the factories they weren't in the brick and mortars they weren't on the road they were just in these virtual herfs too i, I would turn on a virtual herf and there's jonathan drew there's yeah. steve Saka. there's you know bradley rubin you know there's just all of these great you know makers and manufacturers and brand owners and yeah. you got to just sit down with them for a couple of hours and chat and Absolutely. just have and have a good time and so i would say 2020 was probably the best year for the average cigar smoker in the history of smoking cigars because at any given time during the day during the night you could just log online and then talk to these people 
Yeah. Yep. It just, you know, it, it, it's absolutely crazy. But before 2020, when's the last time you saw Steve Saka go live? When was the last time, you know, Jonathan Drew, it's my boy, JD, when was the last time he ever even gave an interview? Yeah, and, right. and, 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 yeah, you know, and, and now that these, these guys are out there constantly, and I really hope that doesn't go away, which we know mm-hmm. once the world reopens, those guys are going to be on the road. Sokka's going to be back on yeah. the road 50 weeks a year. Yeah. You know, so these virtual events are going to, you know, get fewer and fewer and fewer, and I, I hope they don't. I hope these guys find time right. to keep to keep doing them, but... But for us, you know, business-wise, you know, it was fantastic. Social media-wise, was fantastic. So it was a, it was it was a great year. I know people struggled. I know people had a hard time. People lost their jobs. Yeah. And um, um, I'm just blessed and fortunate enough to where you know we just ended up having a, a really good year. Yeah. So are you totally done with the Duck Dynasty thing, <laughs> or? You know, they, they were they were good people, you know. It was um you know, I, I watched for I think a couple of seasons and then it just got you <laughs> could think, ju- you like I every other show, you you could tell when it was it started to get really scripted. He's implying that you were a cast member. Yes. You know, and that was uh and, that, and that's, and that's and it's really beard envy is what it is. You yeah. know, it, it, beard, it, it, beard envy. It, yeah, and that's it. You know, it's just you know, I just come from good bearding genes. You know, <laughs> grandfather, father, you know, uncles, everybody in my family has a beard. Man, it's solid. It's solid. It man. Thank you. Do you, uh, do you oil that thing? Yes, I actually own a beard company. There you uh, go. Yeah, it's actually called Irish Beard Balm. I manufacture my own leave-in beard conditioner. Um, I sell a beard wash, so I actually have a um, a company called Irish Beard Balm. Nice. That's fantastic. That is very cool. Yeah, I uh, mine is. It's uh, like the guy in the uh, in the football movie would say. It's wiry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like a, it's like an afro on my face. So if yeah, I, if I let my hair grow, then it's like an afro. And if I let my beard grow, it's just it's like a frillo pad on my face. Yeah, you know, but 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 you but you you rock a shorter beard well. Like me, I can't. Like I started off with a shorter beard and it's it wants to grow long, so it just kind of grows out. Yeah. So, you know, so you you rock a short beard well. And I have to cuz otherwise it just turns into like I'm carrying around a a small Persian man around my neck. Yeah. You know, this, this isn't easy. This isn't easy right here. You know, this is, this is a lot of work. Yeah. I bet. So, um, obviously in the cigar world today, and I, I genuinely believe that we are in the midst of the current cigar boom. I think there's another boom and we're in the middle of it right now. Um, and I think that's a wonderful thing to be a part of the cigar culture during during a cigar boom because there are so many great cigars on the market right now. It's you. It's actually difficult to go into a cigar shop and find a cigar that just straight up sucks. I mean, it's not easy to do that these days. So, what are some of the brands that you find yourself reaching for in in let's say the last? six months what are the brands that you just find yourself reaching for almost all the time because you say i know i smoked one of these just yesterday but i i, I gotta smoke another one because it's so good you know um uh dunbarton tobacco and trust and drew estate that's what i reach for 99 percent of the time um or i should say that's what i want to reach for uh most of the time 
Um, as you guys know, once you get into the cigar community, once you start a show, once you you know you you have sponsors, once you become a, a, an ambassador, an influencer, whatever you want to call it, um, you get obligations, you know, of uh, people sending you cigars. So there's not, you know, I'm I'm always smoking a good cigar, always, always, but. Am I smoking the cigar that I want to smoke at that time? And that's not always the case. You know, yep. there, there are times, you know, I, I open up that drawer and I want a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I want a Mi Corita. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a Sober Mesa El Americano. But I can't have that because I owe somebody a picture. I owe somebody, you know, so, uh, a TikTok. And not like, oh, like, like, like there's no monetary number. There's no, hey, I'm going to send you a five-pack you owe me a picture, but you feel obligated yeah. to, you know, to post that picture. So I'm always smoking a good cigar, but if, if it's, if it's one of those nights that, that I don't, I don't care. Nobody is on my show. It's just, a, I, I open up my humidor. It's going to be a Dunbarton tobacco and trust, or it's going to be a Drew estate. It's going to be a Liga Pravada. It's going to be something from Undercrown. Um, it's going to be something from JDN. Um, uh, just Drew Estate has that lineup of cigars that no matter what you're in the mood for, I always say Drew Estate has a cigar that will, um, um, wet your appetite from breakfast to, to dessert. So you can have that, that JDN first thing in the, in the morning, you know, maybe have, you know, um, uh, a Liga Pravada or, you know, in the afternoon, you know, move to an acid, move to a tobacco. Um, and then, you know, it's just, it just, your, you know, your progression is all the way there throughout your day uh, of yes. a Drew Estate cigar. Um, and same with Saka, you know, if you, if you go through his lineup, you can start off your day with a Sober Mesa, uh, Brulee, yeah. um, and then, and then go all the way up to a, a Naka Tamale, you know, yeah. something bold, something spicy at the end of the day. Um, uh, foundation foundation has just rocked 2020. Yep. Um, it's just fantastic. Um, our number one cigar of the year. Uh, was a cigar that I never reviewed. I never did a video on, and that was the uh, the Tabernacle, the Havana Seed Number One Forty Two. Yeah, um, that was a cigar that just blew me away. Um, I'm yeah, I'm three feet from my from my humidor in my office here, and it's just my Corona cigar FSG humidor. There's three boxes of FSG Bellicosos in there. Um, Jessica has a whole tray of the 20th anniversary Nicaraguans in there. That FSG is just absolutely a fantastic cigar um, that you can yeah. have any any time of the day. So it's yeah. um, it, it's it's hard when you have about three thousand cigars, you know, in yeah. your in your humidors, you know. So it, so yeah. it, it it's rough, but uh, but yeah, you know, DE Foundation, you know, Saka, and then there's so many so many other cigars. You know, I hate I hate even listing them because I feel bad right. about the ones that I didn't list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's do a little check in here because my face is melting. <laughs> in a good way. In such a good, in way. A good way. Yeah, it's it's like I am sitting at the feet of Stevie Ray Vaughan as he rips. Um, this cigar is so good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Matt. Oh, absolutely. It's it's like I said, it's one I've enjoyed for a long time, and it's uh, uh, you can only get them at Holtz and and. Holtz is just a company that does their good business, in my opinion. And Tatuaje made a good uh, made a good blend for them. So yeah, 
Yeah. Self on holds, pick, pick them up because it's a really good cigar. Yeah. Tatuaje. Pete Johnson makes amazing, yeah. amazing cigars. You know, mm-hmm. he had two cigars in my top five of, uh, of last year. You know, the Cabaguan and the uh, uh, Latelier Lat 46. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not too much into the tattoo line, you know, um, and the Tatuaje line. I, I like the Cabaguan. I like the Latelier line. But uh, uh, Pete Johnson is just, um, and he's just a good dude. Yeah, he is yeah. just a uh, yeah. a really really good guy, yep. and, uh, and 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 that helps. I I, you, I don't know if you guys have find that too. When you when you find someone that's just a good guy and a good person, it makes you want his cigars or her cigars. You know, it really does. Because if they're a dick, you're like, eh, might be a good cigar, but they're a dick. So yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. When I think about and and honestly, the same is true for consumers. If they see shows like this or shows like yours or uh, interviews from previous trade shows or uh, reviews uh, or, well, it wouldn't be reviews necessarily, but, but, you know, if they see a brand owner uh, who is, you know, consistently maybe rubs them the wrong way, chances are that they're going to stand in the humidor at their cigar shop and they're going to look at that brand and say, no, I I don't think I want to give that person my money. You know, and I, I, yeah. might be great, but they just may say, no, I'm not going to give that person my money. I, I, I have those brands. You know, obviously I won't go into the names, but I have those brands where I don't like the brand owner and I refuse to buy, you know, his cigars. You know, it's just, you know, it's like that that guy is a jerk. He treats people badly, you know, and, and, I, and I'm not going to buy his cigars. I don't care what, what people say about it. And yeah. luckily there, there's only a few guys out right. there that, that are really like that for the most part. Everybody in the cigar industry, you know, man and woman, are just absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, I find myself smoking more Don Kiki after I interviewed Karen Berger. Oh yeah, um, oh, you want to talk about just a sweetheart, just an uh, just just an amazing young lady, and um and just a, a good mom and a good person, and hearing her story, and that you know, I'll find myself you know. And her cigars are a little bit lighter for my palate. You know, I like a little bit spicier of a cigar, but I'll, I'll open up my humidor one day and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, Karen, you know, what, what a sweetheart. And, you know, I love, you know, taking a pic, you know, smoking it, taking a picture, putting it out there. And I'm like, I really want to really want to support her and, and, and what she does because she's so nice. Yeah. Um, so what are, you know, what, what are your hopes and dreams for Cigar Prop in the future, near future and long term? What do you, you know, want out of it? You know, um, we're, we're, we're slowly moving away from um, the cigar accessory business. You know, like I said, really 2021 was was getting our, our name out there, kind of doing a rebranding, you know, uh, a journey, a way of life, you know, hashtag prop style, getting more into the media side, the influencing side, brand ambassadorship. Um, you know, we, we've got... We've got some cigars we're working on with some manufacturers. I don't ever want to be a brand owner. You're never going to see a cigar that has a cigar prop name on it. Never, um, uh, never, never. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. Well, may, I never say never. But um, 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 we, we, you know, we, we want to do some collaborations. Um, we, we luckily we've got people that that reach out to us that that want to collaborate. You know, we've yeah. got one, we've got one manufacturer that that called me up, and uh, and just out of the blue, and is like, hey, this is so-and-so and i'm like how did you get my number and uh and, and uh, that's that's neither here nor there and uh and, and he goes we, we'd like to work with you and jessica um 
And I go, well, what do you mean by by work with us? They're like, well, what do you want to do? Is there something you want to do? Well, well you know, let, let's let's work on something. Yeah. So so we've we've had some good ideas um, on some things that haven't been done in the industry before. So you're you're gonna see in 2021 some collaborations with some manufacturers. Um, and like I said, it's not gonna have cigar prop on it. It's not gonna have my name on it. Um, if they want to say, you know, hey, we you know we did this in collaboration with. Kevin from Cigar Prop, so be it. it. It is what it is. But I just want to, I want to see to fruition some things that have never been done in this industry, and um, and luckily there are so many good contacts that I've made, and I, and I and I've approached some manufacturers, um, because like I said I'll have an idea for a, it's like you guys, you you guys know all these manufacturers, so you kind of know what their specialty is and what they're what they're good at, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll reach out to a manufacturer. I'm like, I know you're good at this. What if, what if you did this? And we've had three companies go, that's brilliant. Like, h- how has that not happened before? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. We've had other companies that be like, and then they've said that idea is dumb. Nobody, will, no, nobody. We, we just recently, within the last thirty days, you know, someone says it won't work. Nobody will buy it. And, you know, it's just dumb. So I'm like, all right. Let me go back to the drawing board and not drawing board of like my idea. Let me find a company that will, you know, so on my last one, it was, I reached out to a company. Hey, you know, what do you think of this? And he's like, brilliant. Like, how has nobody thought of that? And I'm like, well, I did. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so, so that's really what I want, you know, because as cigar smokers, don't we all just want to have our cigar on the market? Yeah. You know, just, just to have our, our, our idea or our thought I don't care about having my name out there. Who cares about that? You know, it's just, but just seeing something come to fruition, um, like, you know, like one maker is like, oh, hey, I really like that idea. I'd like to run with it. What do you want for that? And I go, I want the first box and I want the press release. And they're like, deal. You know, it's just like, that's, that's all I want. You know, it just, I want, I want to smoke the first one. You know, so, yeah. you know, so that, that's what I want. I, I'm more into collaborations. Because I think there's just some things that haven't been done that you know people are afraid to try, and like you guys said, this is this is the the boom. You know, anything's possible. Anything. Yeah. You know, it's just you know, it, it, it nothing can't not be done. You know, it's just finding that person that's willing to do it. That's so true, and that's that's one of the great things about the market right now, and about the cigar culture is. There, it's 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 completely open, and and there's so much great new stuff that could be done. And I think if if uh, if we just get out there and start bending the rules a little bit, and you know, pushing boundaries, and and honestly, just just being fun and creative is 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 going to mean a lot to the cigar business because there's a lot of creative people out there. But like you said, there are. There are some spots that are getting missed, and if if we can find ways to to uh, you know capture a different market or um, you know uh, get on a, a a train that's already moving in the culture and and somehow make that relevant to the premium cigar community or make the premium cigar community relative relevant to that new thing that's going on. You know, it's 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 just a way to get the word out more about this this these cigars that we love so much. 
Exactly. And you said it right. It's about having fun. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember, um, and it's been, it's been over a year now since we, we did the video. And uh, have you guys ever smoked a cigar backwards on purpose? Mm-hmm. Once, so, yeah. So, so, so we started the thing, um, and we did a video, and it was that Camacho Criollo, my, uh, my first premium cigar, and my first video that, that I ever did. And I used to smoke those cigars by the box. And then... Like everything else, my palate changed. You know, it's like, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't really, you know, digging that cigar. So one day I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna try smoking it backwards, just for fun. Yeah. And I and I fell back in love with that cigar. <laughs> and and it was and it's amazing. It just to this day, it's been over a year. I've been in lounges throughout the country. I've been at home and smoked that cigar backwards. You smoke a cigar in the backwards in a lounge. People are like, oh hey, uh, you lit the you lit the wrong end, and I'm like, no, I did not. I have still since that video, I have never smoked a Camacho Criollo the correct way, um, and it was just having fun. But we kind of started a whole thing called prop style of yeah. that, and then I remember one. I a buddy of mine called me up and said, hey, he, I, you know, I'm in a lounge with, and I'm not going to say his name, like cigar Jesus, you know, like way up there. And uh, he was pissed at you. He saw that video, and he was pissed that you blasphemed that cigar. You took what that cigar maker did, and you basically shit on that cigar by smoking it backwards. I go, well, at the, at the end of the day, I bought that cigar with my own money, so I get to do what what I want with it. Yeah, you know, and um, so it so that that was one thing that we had fun doing, and then it just kind of, you know kind of you know become its own thing and and that's how that's how cool and innovative things are are done you know it's you know t- I've, I've heard of people uh, or seen videos people taking the wrapper off a couple of cigars and then just swapping wrappers you know yeah. carefully peeling them off and like hey I'd really like this cigar with this wrapper from this you know from this manufacturer and they just they just you know make the cigar again and they're like oh my god this is a great cigar and yeah you know, so that that's what's great about this this whole journey is just about having fun Absolutely. and just try, and trying new things. Absolutely. Well, and and speaking of fun, speaking of fun, I think it's time. Is it time? Yeah, I think it's time. It's time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. And as always, guys, Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by Smoke in Cigars. So take just a minute, if you would, right now and watch and listen to this message from Honest Abe and Smoke in. On February 20th, 2021, we will be taking on the endeavor of putting on an eight-hour virtual event, one like you've never seen before. For your ticket price of approximately $169 delivered to your door, you will get the TGS party in a box. This box will be filled with everything you'll need for our virtual event, including opportunities to purchase cigars at epic deals, epic packages, and some very special exclusive cigars being made from us by some of the most epic manufacturers in the industry. Carlito Fuente, Pete Johnson, Steve Saka, Aganor Salif, Perdomo Cigars, just to name a few. There's a very limited supply. Head over to the Great Smoke purchase your ticket and get your party in the box we'll see you soon peace all right so it is time for numero de los muertos brought to us by smoke in cigars garrett mm-hmm. what do you have for us this week? wow this week 
Oh, snap. There we go. The best damn cigar club, Cigar of the Month Club from from Smoke In Cigars. Yes. That is that is that is the Their, their oh, Cigar of yeah. the Month Club is incredible. All right, so Kevin, we uh, we play this fun game, Numero de los Muertos, where I give a number, and between you and Matt and our viewers, we have to figure out how these people died. This week's number is on average it is a 18 year average 75 people die in the u.s from this every year all right so every year in the united states 75 people on average die from this mm-hmm. all right as always viewers put your guesses in the comments kevin and i are going to play uh 20 questions here and try to uh Try to decipher this. 75 people a year in the U.S. on average. Um, Ooh, appendicitis. That's 75. A- I feel like 75 has died before as the show is running. You know, <laughs> what? what is, you know, just 70. It is like a rare disease. Is it rickets? Um, is it uh Fleshy. Um, yeah. yeah um, uh, actually, we did autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> yeah. about... Three weeks ago? Uh, about a month ago or a month so. Ago, yeah. Um, uh, it is not the clap. Not the clap. It is not flesh eating bacteria. Um, uh, so I'm going to start with some of the questions I always start with. Is it, um, is it adults, kids, or both? Uh, it is majority adults. Majority adults. Is it, is it something that pirates used to get? Mm-mm. Oh, damn it, that puts scurvy out. Yeah. Um, like like scurvy. I think that's a that's due for a comeback. Frank says West Nile. It is not West yeah. Nile. Josh says brain aneurysm. Mm, nope. Uh Stokey Meditation says shingles. It is not shingles. Not shingles. Um Okay. Is so, it does it take place on air, on land or water or both? Land. Land. And um I'm gonna I'm gonna just help everybody out here. It is not a medical condition. It's not a medical condition. Is it is it transmitted by an animal? It is not a medical condition. Oh it's not a medical okay. Yeah. Or not not medical, so involved. yeah. Yeah animals are not involved. Alright, so does are vehicles involved? Oh yes. Oh that's what was gonna be my uh uh yeah, it can't be like motorcycle accidents, but uh, is vehicles involved? Um, God, is it, does it frequently happen on U.S. highways? No. Uh, Frank says airbag. That's a good guess, but no, no. Kill, killed by deer? Mm, no, that's a good guess too. Uh, Josh says ATV accidents. It is not ATV accidents. Um, is are the are these vehicles four wheeled vehicles? Um, doesn't matter. I, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. It. Uh, I don't have the uh, the number on on that. It is not car fire. Tim says car fire. Does does it involve mud in off roading? No, sir. It is not exhaust. Um, is it? Is it a sport? Is it racing? 
Mm-mm. involved. Okay. Oh, that was, a, that was a good question right there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, oh, it's yeah. hydroplaning. Frank says hydroplaning. Yeah, that's a good one too. Nope. Is it? Is it? Is it bl- black ice? No, that'd be hydroplaning. So that would be. Um... Yeah. No. Not ice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Scotty Mitchell says Tesla suicides because gas is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it? Uh, uh, is it being ki- killed by Hillary Clinton? You know, no, it's, uh, uh, is it, is it Prius batteries catching on fire? Uh, no, it's, no, it's not stunt drivers. It is not stunt drivers. Not stunt drivers. Um, are these flying vehicles? No, no. Are these vehicles uh, in motion? Crap. Vehicles actually not. being pro- Oh, oh. So they're not That's vehicles in motion. So they're not moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin, that was a great question. I don't know what the follow-up to that is. It's, no. It's not on the water. It's on land. Yeah. So it's, it's on land. Vehicles not in motion. Is it, is it somebody who is broken down on the side of the highway that gets hit? No, we did highway, and it's not on the highway. Okay. Is it predominantly the driver of a vehicle? I think it's this not. is this on the right track. It's very on the right so track. Stogie meditation says changing your oil. I'm going to give it to you, Stogie, because uh, it is 75 auto mechanics die every year from uh, working on a car. Yeah, so, they, so and, the, and, like the jack breaks free and they yep. put jack stands underneath most, it or something. Most all of the deaths were crushed by uh, by jacks or um, hydraulic, gun, you know, going. You know, and and, that, and that's what my uh, my profession. I'm a mechanic by trade. You know, so that's one thing that that we're very cognizant of of, of being of being careful of uh, of working on cars. Um, and one thing that that we're that we're taught, you know, which a couple of years ago we were uh, alerted by uh, uh, the FBI, was um, be very careful of uh, when you're working on airbags. You know, be be not not the airbags going off, but look to see if they were tampered with, because um, um, members of the ATF, when they're looking for drugs in a car, sometimes the airbags were tampered with. And these drug smugglers would fill them with nails. Oh, he did. And uh, and and uh, and uh, uh, ball bearings. Yeah. So they would they would sabotage them. So when you go to look at them, they would actually explode. Yeah. And they would they would kill McCain. You know, they would kill the inspector. But sometimes those vehicles made it through. You know, auction, and they end up at a shop. And so, so yeah. we're actually going to give it to Frank. Yeah, I give it. Got to give it to Frank. I didn't realize he put that in there. So it snuck in between. Sorry, the yeah. Stogie meditation. He beat you to it. He said Frank early on said crushed while working on car. So yep. Well done, Frank. Um, yep. Frank, uh, send an email to Matt at howaboutthatcigar dot com, and I will. Frank, Frank also send a an email to Kevin at cigarprop dot com, and I'll get you something out as well. That's uh, awesome. that, that was a very that was a very good and it's all as Fletch said it's all ball bearings. It is these all ball bearings. Yeah, it's all it's all, it's all that's what it's twenty 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 one. Yeah, it's, it's ball bearings. That's right. That's right. It's <laughs> that uh, Quaker State. No, pen oil. Better better, better make it pen oil. Better make it pen oil. <laughs> it's all ball bearings these days. 
So that and, 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 and fun and fun fact about Pennzoil, the only <laughs> the the only oil allowed in space. Really? Is it really? You you have two choices of oil when you want to go into space. You can and they still use it whale oil. You can you still use whale oil, or you have Pennzoil. I love useless facts like that. We we actually early on had yeah. a segment on the show called Useless Fact of the Week. And I love facts like that. I do too. Because my wife is always making fun of me that I that I can't remember it, when she asked me to pick up three <laughs> items from the store, I gotta have her text me the three items. But 100%. but I can re- but I can remember, you know, what the name of the the uh, the third baseman for the Giants in nineteen five <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm that guy. Like I said, my, you know, yeah. uh, my, my, I, I remember, I remember it was probably about, probably been about ten years ago. Um, it's like one a.m. My, my phone rings, and, uh, and, and, and I, I, you know, middle of the night, you know, someone, someone died. That, that's the only, that's the only time your phone rings in the middle of the night. So, I, so I jump up out of bed, grab my phone, walk out into, to the living room. Hit my stub my little break my little toe on the door jam. I mean, I, it just it was all kinds of crooked. I'm cussing, mm-hmm. answering the phone. It's my but I talked about my buddy Brian earlier. His dad did. So it was my buddy Brian. They're at a bar, and they're like, "Hey, Kevin, what's a gauntlet?" And I go, "Are you, are you shitting me?" I go, uh, it, "It's either it's it's either a glove worn in medieval times or it's a series of sporting events." And yeah. uh, and and he's like, "I knew you'd know that." Go back, go back to sleep, and uh, and then, uh, you know. So, I'm I'm the guy. I'm the guy you call when you need to know a useless piece of information. I love that. <laughs> that's you, we are we are mates because that's I, my my brother is kind of in the same boat, and he got me a book years ago called the the, the big book of useless facts. Yeah. So that was that was. Uh, one of my favorite books for a long time until I'm kind of memorized the whole thing. But well, that was this week's <laughs> numero de los muertos. Brought to you by Smoking. Brought to you by Smoking. <laughs> Thank you so much for participating as always uh, in numero de los muertos. We don't always give away a prize pack, but tonight it was it seemed fitting. So Frank, again, send. Uh, Email to Matt at HowAboutThatCigar.com. And uh, as Kevin mentioned, please send him an email as well, Kevin at CigarProp.com. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, uh, throwing in some some stuff as well. You're, you're welcome. Another fun fact. What what, do, what does Budweiser? Budweiser is an anagram. What does Budweiser stand for? It's an anagram? Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Budweiser, because you deserve what every individual should enjoy regularly. Are you? That's back, that's back backwards. Remember, every soldier in every war drank undeniably Budweiser. Are these real wow. or are these tinfoil hat? I I don't I don't know. I I and, and I kid you not. I heard that one time, one time at a party, and for some reason that bit of knowledge stuck in my head, and I, and, and it was just always I, there. I do too. I love it. All right, so. Kevin, a little lightning round of non-cigar related questions. All right. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? My wife. Why? Why? Why, why do you look why? at me? Why, why do you look at me that why? way? Why? Why? Just why? 
you know, it's a, uh, um, uh, she, she, my, my wife has these looks on her face, you know, you, 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 you guys have seen it, you know, it's just like, sometimes it's that look of like, I, I can't believe that this man has chosen me over all the other women in the world. And then it's just, why is he so dumb? Why, why, why did he just do that? Um, it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, so, and, and the looks, they're the same. That's the same look. <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I just want to know sometimes which which one is it. What about yeah. you guys? What about you guys? Oh no, I I am not brave enough to Mm-mm. hear what my wife is thinking, Mm-mm. or 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 yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't make it out of that. No, I'm not. <laughs> my my answer has usually been, um, well, Dave Chappelle is a, is a good good answer for me that I've given, I think a couple of times because he's just so smart and he's, he's so funny. And I just want to know how he comes up with the, the stuff he talks about. And, uh, mine right now is Nas. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to him in ages. I think he is, uh, the, the best lyrical poet in hip hop. I haven't listened to him in years. Um, all right, Kevin, if you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? God, what would my soundtrack music be? Mm-hmm. Um, um, God, I haven't been in a fight in forever. Um, um, probably, you know, well, first thing you do is you take your pants off yeah. um, because I'm not a fighter. So nobody yeah. wants to fight a naked guy. Right. Um, so so you take your pants off and then... Um, probably like maybe like beethoven's fifth you know like that's like that's not something like nobody f- wants to fight a naked guy with a, a beethoven's fifth in the background mm-hmm. so that's probably a pretty good one that's good i like that that's so hot. choose choose one of the following you could hit a home run as a starting pitcher score a touchdown as a defensive lineman score a goal in a hockey game or a soccer game as the goalie God, it'd be like football. You're a legend then. Hockey, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Can't really respect a, a game that has score like 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 it goes into like quadruple overtime and it's like one nothing. So I can't really respect that sport. No, it's a, <laughs> um definitely football. Definitely, you like you you you're you're making you're making ESPN on football. You yeah. know, um on on a slow week. Like baseball, like on a really, really slow week. If softball is not playing, then you might make ESPN on hockey. Yeah. Um, but uh, dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. But yeah, I'm 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 all, I'm gonna go football on that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So if you could bring back any fashion trend from the past, what would it be? God, you know, and this is this is this is the year of bringing back fashion trends. You know, it's yeah. a, um, I I regularly wear a kilt um i have five kilts um i think uh wearing a kilt um really needs to uh really needs to come back but uh if that's not thing like i i because that's not really top hats top hats I'm, i'm i'm going i'm going top hats like that that really needs to come back i agree i agree slash rock i I was just gonna say slash did his best but 
nobody really followed suit. Well, nobody could rock a top hat like Slash Gosh. rocked a top hat. That's so true. All right. If uh, who was your childhood or teenage celebrity crush? God, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, uh, um, I mean, he, I mean, he, he's just a big kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he, he's done so much. He, he's dedicated his life to, to giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely, definitely Shaq. No, no. If no. You, if you could add, <laughs> if you could add any person's face to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? And they don't have to be a president. It could be anybody. Steve Saka. <laughs> Checks in the mail. That's legit. With, 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 without a doubt, just to see Sokka's big fat mug up there, you know, just you know, it would just that was just that'd be awesome. It'd be it'd be honestly, okay. you know, like 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 I don't even know why that was like. Uh, there's so many great people in history, Einstein. Um, you know, but yeah, I don't know why I chose Steve's just for some reason to see Sokka's mug <laughs> up there. That's just, that's weird. With a big, with a big stone cigar. Oh, you, you, you know that they'd have to inset it really good just to get that, <laughs> just to get that cigar. And then there's that look on his face, you know, you don't even have to say that people know what I'm talking about with that Steve Sokka yeah. look on his face. So... Um, let's talk about this week's notable smokable. So, Kevin, each week we talk about uh, one cigar that we've smoked recently that caught our interest. It could be something that's been on the market forever, or it could be something that's relatively new that we just tried for the first time. Um, so, is there something you smoked recently that that really that you really just dug, and 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 why is it that, that it really caught your interest? I tell you that, uh, and it hasn't been recently. It's it's been months, but uh, and, and um, it, it's the uh, um, the Corona cigar. Um, the um, is it Angels Angels Envy? Not the Angels Envy. The uh, Army of Angels. Army of Angels. By yeah. by, uh, by Corona cigar. I remember sitting at my computer one day, and um, uh, just one of those days, you know, like eight ten hours in front of your computer, updating your website, doing you know whatever it is I was doing. And I just wanted a cigar. I didn't care what I wanted. I just wanted to be smoking a cigar. I remember going to my humidor and just fishing through, and I found this cool cigar with this really cool band on it. I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about that cigar. It looks it looks so cool. So I um, I grab that cigar. I'm smoking. I'm I'm working on the computer, and there was one uh, a brief instant where I just sat back and I go. Son of a bitch! Somebody knocked off the Florida Sun Grown taste, and it was it was it was there, and and I'm like, wow, this is a great cigar. I'm like, all right, let me look up to see what cigar this is, and so I looked it up, and it had Florida Sun Grown in it, and I didn't know anything about the cigar, um, and it was just that, and it just blew me away, and that and that really that cigar was that that kind of you know. All of my reviews, I always say that I'm not a good cigar reviewer. I don't get notes of this. I don't. I don't get, you know, peppermint. I don't get birthday cake. I don't get Christmas tree. I don't get lead pencil. I don't get all of this stuff. But I tasted Florida Sun Grown mm-hmm. in a cigar that I had that I didn't know anything about. So I sat back and uh, and I remember thinking, yeah, you know what? 
I may actually be good at this. You know, I, 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 may, I may actually be a cigar reviewer. And that cigar still sticks in my mind of just smoking that cigar and just having this euphoric moment of yeah. just of just having it. And it was like, it was, it, I, I don't know, I, it, it meant so much to me because it kind of, you know, wrapped my whole career into that one single moment. You oh, know? Nice. So, yeah, so it was, uh, it was that, that cigar. Yeah, that's a really good one. What was yours this week? Uh, mine was the... Uh, the Deadwood uh, Leather Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have a, I, I smoked one of those when they first came out. Um, so, you know, I've been having my wife pick out my cigars uh, when we go and hang out and uh, watch our show, and I have a cigar. And she was like, oh, I love that band. What is that? And, you know, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to smoke this, but man as soon as i you know i gave it to her to smell and she was like that's a fucking chocolate bar <laughs> and it is it is i i like that leather rose because it's you get the it's got the sweetened tip on it but then when you fire it up it's just like spice 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 chocolate spice too yeah that's good stuff oh yes. yeah there we go there's that dirty Oh, oh, you're a dirty girl. She's a dirty girl. She is a dirty girl. <laughs> I, I've got a sign for everything. I've got a, you know, I, 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 that leather rose was a fantastic cigar. I was a little dis. I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little disappointed in that cigar because of all the hype. It's spicy, 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 and it wasn't as spicy as, uh, as, the, as, uh, as all the hype. It definitely so, fades after the, about the first really inch, does. and then it just gets mellow and smooth, which it, it's good. Yes. But, it, but the spice doesn't linger throughout the smoking. It, 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 it doesn't, and that was a little disappointing. Still a fantastic cigar, though. Yep. Yeah. So my ironically, mine for this week uh, that I wrote on the notes before mm-hmm. we even started is the Florida Sun Grown Box Press, uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, Florida Sun Grown slash Drew Estate, uh, the Box Press, which is... The box press is a little got a little more got a little more punch behind it than than uh, than some of the other iterations of the the FSG. It and, it, it, it really it really does you know yeah. and, uh, um, and that cigar and I like you know and and that's and that's a great cigar you know people you know maybe watching in, in the uh, uh, right now that's why I try and tell people try the different vitolas of the cigar because I I carry that you know I, I care, like I stock it you know in my in my in my humidor but um uh, the, the 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 FSG you know when I want something a little spicy or a little bolder I go with the uh, uh, the box press when yeah. I want something a little sweeter that bellicoso I don't know what happens to that cigar the bellicoso and then when you want something you know not sweet not super spicy go with the the traditional Toro Robusto. Yeah. You know that that is a great cigar. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's uh, that's our notable smokables of the week. So to give our viewers and listeners a little bit of an idea of some stuff we have coming up in the near future, next Monday night we're really excited for this. Uh, we're going to talk to Michael Herklotz from Ferio uh, Tego, and, and I'm sorry, Michael, if I'm saying that wrong, but uh, the the resurrection of the Nat Sherman brands. We're so excited for you. Uh, we had we had uh, Michael on the show uh, back in March, I want to say, or May of last year, uh, and you know we were a lot of us were sad to hear about Nat Sherman, and then we're so excited, 
so to find excited. out that the uh, the brands were not dead. So excited to find out what they have in store for Nat Sherman going forward and what they have in store for for other things as well. And uh, and then coming up uh, after that on February 1st, we're going to talk to Matthew Hunt from FQ Cigars, uh, which is a brand that, if I'm not mistaken, is made, you know, I'm not going to say because I honestly don't recall right now, so I don't want to misspeak. Uh, but Matthew Hunt from FQ Cigars will be on February 1st, which ironically, February 1st is also the the second birthday of HowAboutThatCigar.com going live. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a birthday cake or something yeah. on that show. And we'll say FQ. And we'll say right. FQ. Yeah, <laughs> right, right on. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm trying to get Michael on the show. We're trying to figure out a day, you know. So, yeah, yeah so you guys are going to get him before me. Damn it! Uh, yeah. But but uh, yeah, because I want to try and get him on the show before the because you know he's co-hosting the Great Smoke, yeah. Um, yeah. you know which is great. Which a shameless plug if, if if anybody goes to the Cigar Prop YouTube channel, we have a video on the Great Smoke. We're giving away a party in the box. So in just like awesome. two weeks two weeks time, um, we're going to announce the winner of the party in the box, and that's going to be a fantastic um, fantastic yeah. event. Uh, Je- uh, Jess and I are going down. To the great smoke you know gonna hang out down there and it's gonna be a super super great time yeah absolutely so uh kevin thank you so much for being on the show tonight with us um give give our viewers and listeners uh you know the the best place for them to get the latest and greatest info from you and cigar prop well luckily enough i i, I chose a name that is across all platforms cigar prop just if you're on pinterest TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mike. you know, no matter where you go, if you if you type in Cigar Prop, you're going to find us. Nice. Awesome. And what, uh, can you give us a little bit of a sneak preview of some stuff you might have coming up soon? Um, yeah, we've always got good stuff coming up. Just follow nice. us on, on, on wherever. La- uh, next week on our show, Monday night, we've got uh, Alec Rubin from uh, Alec Bradley Cigars. Um, we've got, um, uh, uh, Matt Booth is coming back and enjoying us. That crazy son of a bitch, Matt Booth, um, <laughs> is going to, uh, is going to join us again. So hopefully we can get Michael Herklotz on. Um, but yeah, we've always got something going on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again for spending, uh, the latter part of your Monday evening with us. Uh, we know you've had a, a long day and thank you so much for giving us, uh, the, the best part of your evening. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me on guys. All right, so for all the viewers and listeners, as always, thanks again for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're on the audio podcast, take just a minute. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Give a nice, fat five-star rating if you like what you hear. We thank you so much for that. Uh, If you have questions for Garrett or myself, you can email either one of us on HowAboutThatCigar.com. Follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. See you guys. Thank you. Thanks so much.